Welcome to The Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. From our financial life, to our relationships, to our kids, to our health, we're interested in what it takes to keep everything going. This podcast is about women, working, money, and family. And in every episode, we will consider the research and share our takes on what we're learning every day about breadwinning. And we'll ask you to share your breadwinning story. Each week, I'm joined by Jennifer Owens. She writes about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And I'm joined by Raquel Ellison. She is an executive coach and management consultant who works with companies big and small to design workplaces and workplace policies that work for all employees. So I thought we'd talk about the marathon that we're all running from our own homes. <laughs> uh, by the time this episode drops, we'll be, what, 15 years into the pandemic? So <laughs> you got this good. Oh. We're all done. We know it. Or, we know it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. It's getting rough. I was out yesterday and I, I walked to a very desolate part of my neighborhood over to Red Hook a little bit and do a little block walk. And um, since there's no traffic, I'm, I'm explaining myself, defending myself. <laughs> I walked down the middle of the street mostly so that I don't, you know, come in contact with anyone. But mm-hmm. there was a moment yesterday where I was feeling down. And I'll tell you, that's not how I usually am, but, uh, but I'm also self-aware enough to go, that's okay. You're allowed to feel down. This sucks. It's true. I have told my, our listeners this before, but you do, you have such a fantastic outlook on things. Um, way more positive than I do. <laughs> I think, I think that, um, you know, I, so we're, so I'm in Rhode Island and it's a very different, um, state of affairs here in that, you know, we, we can still move around. And I had to go to, um, to Staples yesterday, um, because I had these things I had to get to my accountant and whatever. And, uh, you know, walking in, I finally, like, I had a mask and gloves on. Um, and my dad is taken to making masks, but you go into, yeah. Uh, you go into, like a store and some people are wearing masks and some people aren't. And then like you're, you're walking in and you're like, I kind of feel like I sh- like, should I be wearing a mask? But then like, right. it's just, it's so weird. And I came home and just like, it, it kind of shook me a little bit. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just the optics. Like, I just feel like we're in a black mirror episode or some kind of episode where like stuff is crazy. Crazy. Yeah, Which we I, all saw, know. I saw I mean, that Contagion is like in the top ten on Netflix. Like, who is watching a movie about what's <laughs> happening in real life? Oh I my know. goodness! Who are these I people? I don't know. Did I tell you? Um, just as a funny aside of what people watch during times of distress, I um, I was at something in my office. There was there was like a mingle event which I did, and we were talking about the shows we were watching. I think it was. Honestly, I, I I don't know what was happening in the news about women's rights or the presidency at that point. Or, but we were talking about what we like to watch. I said, you know, I like to watch. I've talked about the Good Place. Like to watch, um, whatever, like something yeah. funny. And this person said, I like to watch The Handmaid's Tale. And I said, <laughs> okay. And I'm not I'm not holding it against anyone who I likes know, The Handmaid's Tale. Like 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 God bless her 
be with you or yeah, I read it, it or whatever. I loved it when I read it. Yes. Right. But she said, I think it's irresponsible not to watch The Handmaid's wow. Tale right now. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, I, are we, do we have to watch? Like, we have to immerse ourselves in that, like, full-blown anxiety. Like, we can't turn off the anxiety just to watch yeah. like, a stupid show. Gotta just, like, dive in because it's socially responsible to be more anxious. And actually, while I say that, like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think that has been a pattern that, that, that I've seen up until this point, right? Like when we've talked about, like the more upset you are about current events, like it feels like, you know, like you are immersing yourself in the ideas and you're not by like not, you know, by kind of reacting to them at your utmost, like your highest levels of of emotion and, and reactivity, I guess like it, it seems like, you know, you are more engaged in the topic, but now it's very different. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I do. I I tend to, uh, in these times of great stress, uh, jettison all the opinion people because I just I don't have enough. Uh, I need to protect myself, and and they're making me more anxious. And and I do think uh, I was just reading that uh, the idea that anxiety is contagious. And yeah. I don't need their anxiety to infect my anxiety. I have enough, you know? And Right, right. No, I think, yeah. I mean, I think that is piece, that is a piece of it, right? Even before, well before now, and I actually think maybe it's going down now. I've seen people who were like taking a break from social media because the anxiety was making them too anxious. And now I think yeah. they're back because the social isolation is making them too anxious. Um, you know, I think... It's, yeah. I mean, one of the things that was interesting, I mean, you're mentioning op-eds and then I was talking before we, we were talking earlier about, before we started recording about um, the article, uh, an article basically about the, the experience of mothering during the coronavirus and kind of the, the, the experience that in them, in, for modern mothers, we tend to blame ourselves even in some way for illnesses that our kids, that our kids right. get. Um, and it was written by Jessica Gross, who, um, first of all, she started the article, you know, where it was talking about who was in New York City public schools, pulling their kids from school versus putting them into school, like in the earlier part of March, right? you know, and, and everyone feeling like, how could you, like, you know, everybody as they were, as they were corresponding, I guess, on like the, the, Oh man, I miss those listservs so much. Bacoca oh, parents and <laughs> yeah, parents. Oh, yep. oh, oh yeah. I could take oh my god, I could read a thread right yep. now. Um, but you know, I think the the you know, the people sort of being so sure that that of what they should be doing for their both ways. Kids and uh, and yeah. right, both ways. And then, you know, I mean it's this whole, you know, when you think about a lot of these discussions you know, that we, that mothers are having about like, I mean, I don't want to say the word, but I'm going to say the word vaccinations and all that. Like just, we, we have these strong opinions that what we do like has a direct impact on our child's health and well-being. And she was saying like, if you put your kid in front of that, in front of Paw Patrol for that extra hour, you really don't know what the impact is going to be of that. Right. Like, like, so, so talking about like what we believe, but then also like we we think about these like little choices that we make as parents and how we can either sweat it or not sweat it. Either way, like, you know, yeah. this is a child's experience. So 
Well, and we have a lot of time now to think about it, you know, that we're right. so far into this. And there, it, it this sounds really terrible. There is an end. It's just not in sight right now. Yeah. Uh, but it's gives us a lot of time to think, um, Is are they spending too much time in their room? Which is what my life is like right now. And the answer <laughs> is yes. They're spending way too much time in their room. And so, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why my anxiety will come up when I'm do my walk around the block because mm. you know I trying to be you know the good soldier when I'm here and I get a lot of pushback anyways because I have teens and right. you know I remember being that age and and all that sort of jazz but I also think it's super important even though we live in essentially a boat <laughs> you know we're in this small apartment in Brooklyn but they ha everybody has their neutral corners, which is so, oh my gosh, we're so blessed for that. Like, yeah. you, you can go hide, but you can also hide for too long. So, you know, that's when the cruise director in me will like really get involved. <laughs> you know, I'm already thinking like this weekend, we're going to do a family game night. We're due. And they re yeah. resent it. Oh my goodness, they resent it. And then yeah. they sit down and then all of a sudden they're all like, you know, everybody's making fun of each other, you know, and jokes. <laughs> And, you know, daddy yeah. said something and we all laugh and, you know, all that sort of jazz. And then they go off to their neutral corners again. And I just yeah. think it's, I have to force in, for us, it's a, I have to force the personal connection for my own family, which yeah. I, is also an issue for working. That's something I've been talking about a lot with my clients this week. Um, you know, my approach to my work, usually I have um, with my internal um, job. So not necessarily the coaching I do on the side, but, you know, we have a certain number of, of sessions that we do. And, um, but I just reached out to all my coaching clients, my, you know, who are leaders in their respective organizations and said, Hey, you know, I'm here, let's talk about it. Right. And, right. and, you know, one of the things everybody for obvious reasons is just sort of all over the map. Right. Um, and we had another stat that I was that I saw in a, an HBR article um, about building your resilience in the face of a crisis, and it was talking about how often, you know, we how how inattentive we can be at work. So the study, even before even before this whole pandemic happened, there was a study that found that 58% of employees reported an inability to regulate their attention at work. Um, yeah. It's a lot. And right now it's crazy, you know, and people, people, so I've been kind of, as somebody who's been doing flex in an organization where that hasn't been my role, you know, I've been kind of, I've been a little bit, um, preachy about what I think we need um, based on the research that I've seen and based on what I think, you know, what I think we, we need to, these leaders need to be thinking about. And so, you know, the one thing that I've said to leaders that I think is real is like, this is not the time for you to be scattered. Like, you know, you, you will be, and you're going to be distracted, but also, you know, I've, I've definitely had leaders who said like, I want to, I want to, you know, calm everybody's fears and anxieties. Um, you know, I don't care so much about the work. Um, and I said, you're not going to calm or fear, like, <laughs> like they, you're, what you need to do is help them feel like they can 
spend some of their attention on work, right? Like that they can, that there is a normal because the end is not in sight. And so there needs to be that, there needs to be that kind of thing. So the, the pieces that I talk about, you know, most often is, you know, how do you communicate? Like, how are you communicating with folks? Because, you know, when you're in the office, you, you might pop your head into someone's office. Um, you might, you know, you might just see each other on a regular basis and be able to transmit information. Um, so being really clear on how and where and when people should be contacted about what is, is right. super important. But then the piece around, you know, around personal connection, like I think is is really important. And we've seen from the research that, you know, that we need the personal connection when we're working remotely. Um, because first of all, you know, just to see people um, and be less isolated is great. But also when we're communicating with each other at work, um, you know, via email, via text, via Slack or Teams or whatever it might be, um, you know, we don't, after a while, we sort of forget how to read into the text. You know, like if you see like a text that's all caps, you're going to assume somebody's screaming or if like somebody <laughs> put the period in the wrong place. And and that's the way that we're operating right now. So, so this idea of, you know, developing these personal connections um, and focusing on that as part of the work environment is really important. So, yeah. you know, keeping your video on during video chat during a zoom chat, right. So like everybody can see each other, even if it kind of sucks. Cause I would rather be like fully oh my God. and not have to deal with it. Do you know that Walmart has been saying that they're selling a lot more? They're selling only pants or only tops, but it was like one, it was either they're selling more pajama pants and more dress tops. Like n- nice tops. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. Um, well, I, I mean, think, you know, can I would love to get a camera that makes me look good because whatever that flat camera is, is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. I have a like one of my friends who's a therapist. She's online and she's like, I'm looking at myself all day long. I want a ring light. A lot of people are getting those ring lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've, I've read that too. Well, I'm I, doing my Pilates in the morning and I've shut off how I, I collapse the camera to see how I look because I did it once with my lovely, wonderful teacher who I adore. And she's like, you know, kind of saying, hey, you know, do this, do that to all of us in the class. So she sees us. But oh, my God, if you see what you look like when you exercise, oh, that's even worse. Yeah, I can <laughs> collapse yeah. the screen, people collapse the screen. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I can't, I mean, I used to do, I, I'm sure a lot of, I, I can't do like when you're looking at yourself in a mirror in a gym class, like at no. all. I mean, I know that's like a thing of the past for us right now that you'd be like, like two feet away from somebody like sweating and panting all yeah. over them. But like, but I know that was always just like, it was kind of, it was a little twilight zone for me to just see yeah. myself in that position. But no, no, you don't want to see it because in my mind, I am like a ballerina. I am so <laughs> great. I have some sort of dysmorphia that's totally positive. <laughs> I do not I need to have it. that broken out for me, you know. So, yeah. And so with work, too, yeah. I, you know, for me, working with so many clients, a lot of my, you know, personal contact came in when we get together. You know, like we go have coffee together or check in. And and now I don't even have that. It's, it mm. is very isolating, you know. It's a, it's a weird mix of being very 
close to these three other people and two cats I'm sharing this small space with, but then also being very apart, isolated from each other for large swaths of the day, Mm -hmm. being in constant typing contact with so many people during the day and yet being completely isolated. It's just a weird, it's a push pull of like, like always on and always isolated at the same time. Yeah, it's no, it's true. It is just this time where, um, yeah, I mean, who can explain it? There's, there's no yeah. parallel experience. One of the things I, that, um, I think we know the person who through, I think we both have a mutual friend who was involved in the development of this, but one of the things that I recommend that my, that my clients, the leaders do, um, is to, to get this thing called donut. If they have Slack, there's this app called donut. And I don't really know how it's even an app. It just, it goes in and it pairs up people in your organization and they have to have like a date or like the wow. a phone call. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like I saw it somewhere, but yeah, so we, uh, so I've been suggesting that just because you need to like talk to someone. Um, yeah. and you know, I definitely, not sure if I mentioned this in the last call, but I did a webinar where I was, um, where I was paired up with somebody and our goal was to, um, it was like a, it was, it was a refresher on, on remote work, um, and, and like how to maximize collaboration. And I just felt like doing it, but then, um, there, you know, they, she paired us off into zoom breakout rooms and then asked us to help each other figure out how to make our workspaces 10% better. So all of a sudden I'm in the living room, I'm randomly paired up with (laughs) someone in the living room in her like Somerville apartment. And then two minutes (laughs) later, I'm like telling her that like her cardboard desk is really cool. And then she's looking at my stuff. And then, you know, two minutes or whatever, 10 minutes later, I was on a, a chat with a woman who actually was recovering from Corona and her entire team was remote. Oh, sorry, she was remote. Her entire team, because they are involved in medical research, are all on the floor, and she's managing them remotely. Um, wow. Yeah. So yeah, but about meaning like you know having these opportunities and and to connect one on one with people is is huge. And the the other piece that I that I that I definitely want to put in a plug for, even though one of my close colleagues, I wanted to do this with her and she was like, they are stealing all of your data. And <laughs> I said, Vicki, I don't care anymore. Like, <laughs> let them at this point, aren't they already? But um, there's an app called House Party. Have you heard of yes. this? You you signed me up for House Party. I have not oh. partied in the house yet, but okay. yes. But the deal of it is that you are video chatting with people. So like I was out with my brother, um, you know, we both have our own stuff. He's got a crying baby in the house with him and his wife while they're trying to work all the time. Um, I shout them out a lot on this. And yeah, then there's I like me doing, doing my thing. <laughs> test case. Love them. Um, but yeah, my sister-in-law started her first week back at work after maternity leave. In with a pandemic. The baby. In a pandemic with like, but like literally like working motherhood. Can you imagine the end of your maternity leave? No. Is, well, you know, there are those offices that had like baby infant care in the offices, but she's literally has, has her daughter strapped to her. But, 
But, you know, I'm calling my brother, we are video chatting, and it's so easy to be like, you know, as you said, anxiety is contagious. It's so easy for, even if he's feeling in a good mood, and I wanted to connect with him, and I say, hey, like, everything's crap over here, or he, you know, talking to someone, and, and that anxiety comes up. Instead, like, we both looked at each other, and like, we like, like we just nodded this like kind of thumbs up and like kind of like okay we don't you know this yep. is all crap and I was like what trivia game do you want to play I was like, and right. so all of a sudden we're doing because there's four different games on there so instead of like talking about like yeah who do you know who's sick what's happening you know what stores have they closed you know yeah. what are your kids doing you're like hey who you know which which R&B artist saying sitting up in my room and like, you're like <laughs> we were talking about that earlier, but like, you know, you have to, so you're playing this game and it just like takes the anxiety out of every interaction. Cause that is the thing we want to connect with people. But then when we do, you know, everybody's managing this craziness. So, well, and the answer to that trivia is of course, Brandy and, <laughs> We have now put that in everyone's head because that's the song that's been going. That's my pandemic earworm. I'm infecting you all with it. So, oh, so good. Sitting up in your room. There you I'm go. About you. Or maybe we have to do a our own pandemic uh, playlist. That's much more fun than some of the Ooh. ones that heard. So, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, food those are all. All very good ideas. So I think we say, because we're, you know, one of the rare pandemic moments where we can end on an up note. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you for joining us today on The Breadwinners. Whether you're a chance or a choice breadwinner, we hope you enjoyed the time you spent with us and that you'll share your own story at thebreadwinnerspodcast.com. How are you making it work? We'd love to know. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review it. Let us know what you think about the breadwinners. Help us tell the stories that mean the most to you. And until next, until next week, keep hustling. Stay sane, everybody. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.